Hello and welcome to Space Chats. This week I'm speaking with Alexandra Clare and Kaya Hickson, who are actors and also producers in The Wolves, which is a show coming to the space this week. Hello. Hello. How are you both doing? Great. Yeah, really, really well. It feels like it's kind of becoming a reality now, which is really exciting. Um, yeah, I just can't wait for it to finally, you know, happen. So I'm going to start off with your production company, Orange Peel. So uh, now listeners at home won't know this because we're doing this on Zoom. You're both wearing orange. I only just noticed that as soon as I said Orange Peel Productions, I thought, oh, my goodness, is this is this a, is this a tactic? Not planned. Not planned. <laughs> no, we, we didn't discuss our entire. And you know what? I, I will. Let, let's say we did. This was planned. It was planned. Yeah. Promoting. Yeah. I think that's an amazing power move for when you're going on <laughs> in your careers and going into meetings saying we are Orange Peel Productions and entering in Orange. It's it's perfect. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so tell me about how Orange Peel began. So we uh, in our final year at Mountview, we both went to Mountview at drama school um, in our final year. We for our final show, we did The Wolves as uh, one of our productions. And I think I can agree that the feeling that we got after finishing the wolves we loved the show we loved um the people involved crew cast everyone we just didn't want it to end so afterwards we kind of all got together and thought let's try and let's try and make this a thing and do it again and never in a million years did we actually expect it would actually happen um but yeah we got together decided on orange peel because if you come and see the show you'll know why <laughs> mm. um and and yeah formed our, our company yeah it felt like it was in the pipeline for so long and we were going oh well that was that was you know for all of us there was such a buzz and we were like that was in a way such a success and a lovely way to end third year and we we just we want to do it again yeah. and so i'm so glad that we you know it started all the way in sort of like june time of 2022 we created this instagram page thinking, oh, this might happen, put a GoFundMe out there. And the amount of support that we've had is incredible. People really just, you know, want to see this play again, which is so, so lovely. And yeah. The hard thing was as well, initially we weren't able to announce what we were wanting to do yeah. because of the licensing and the rights for the play. So we had to just put out in there that we're hoping to do something. Very exciting thing. <laughs> and I think most people kind of got it. But I think, yeah, it was only until we were able to announce it that it was able to fully kind of be like, right, we're doing the walls. Everyone hopefully get on board, which I think they did. It's amazing. So to, to clarify, as well as you as uh, performers, as actors, also there are Mountview graduates uh, on all sides of the production. Is that correct? Yeah, we initially did have, um, I think we initially had all Mountview yeah. uh, members, but obviously due to other commitments and things, some people have had to drop out. So our assistant director, who's now the revival director, she's a Mountview grad. Um, Billy, our lighting designer, Mountview grad. And then I think about eight out of the 10 of uh, the cast members are Mountview grads. Yeah. Yeah, we had to get, we got two, two new actors on board, um, which was really exciting. And I think actually a really good thing and a positive thing when we've been rehearsing we've been able to go right back rather than going right let's reproduce what we did before it's going these are new two new fresh really incredibly talented actors to bring on to the team and actually create something that is going to be different and that's exciting 
yes, so we'll get more into the play a little bit later, but um, uh, two things to us. Firstly, how, as, as you say, you you have new actors on board. Um, in a sense, you're almost doing a revival of the revival. Um, <laughs> so how, how, how has the play been developing um, with those new team members on board? I think, firstly, when we were starting, we originally thought, okay, let's almost try and do everything by the book. Let's try and replicate what we did because it went so well. But as we have been rehearsing, we've realised that that's either doesn't, you know, the space that we're using in the space <laughs> kind of doesn't honour, it wouldn't honour this, wouldn't honour that if we were just kind of trying to replicate what we did in the backstage at Mount View. And so we've been able to restage a lot of things, which Gwenan, our revival director, has managed to do really well. And I think so many different flavours have been added with the new actors and going, oh, we didn't see it quite like that. Or, oh, that didn't quite work. So let's try and make that different. So actually it's hopefully gonna, rather than staying the same, hopefully it's gonna be either a bit different because you know we were thinking, oh, if people come watch, are they gonna go, oh, or, you know, it was better before, whatever. And so we hopefully want to just create something that's a little bit different. So it almost can't be compared. I do think most things are going to be very similar though. Oh yeah. yeah. Because that's why we loved it. We wanted to keep it the same and yeah, we loved that originally, but I do also love seeing what new actors can bring. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Cause everyone's so different and we would never want them to copy what the original actors did for things. No. And yeah, they're definitely bringing a lot of exciting work. Yeah. New energies, new energies to the space. But it sounds like you're um, uh, creating the perfect balance, which, you know, you're always having to do in a run anyway of repetition versus keeping it fresh. So <laughs> it, it sounds like you're doing a brilliant job of that uh, already with, with, this, with this new uh, uh, production, with this new run coming up. So tell me about, um, you're very fresh out of, out of Mount View and doing that as a group, going on that journey of, oh, now we're, just coming out of drama school, finding out all the new things. Uh, also, presumably, all your different careers are starting to go in different directions as well. How, how's that been as a group? Well, yeah, I mean, actually, really amazingly, Ali and me, once we finished Mount View, we thought, you know, we want to, we want to be doing something over, over the summer. And an opportunity came about um, with a director at Mount View that was directing something um, at the Edinburgh Fringe, at the Pleasance Courtyard. And so Ali and me, both auditioned thinking oh no we, we definitely won't get to work together that that won't happen and then it did and we did a two-hander together over over the summer at the, at the edinburgh fringe um and something like that was so lovely to be able to you know work with another wolves member but doing something different um i mean i i you know i think it was yeah it was pretty cool wasn't it ali it was good fun definitely and it's also lovely i think to watch everyone else's careers develop yeah. because i mean I think when we had this original idea, we knew that there'd be some people that immediately got jobs because this of this industry is so up and down. You never know what's going to happen. Um, and that's wonderful for those people that had to leave because they did get other things. Um, but then even now when people are getting self tapes in, you know, you feel so proud for everyone because it's so hard at the moment. Um, and yeah, so our careers have, Kind of gone everywhere but it's amazing that the majority of us do now have this time that we can <laughs> yeah i think that's it i mean there's been times where you know one of our cast members have gone oh 
I'm, I'm at a final round of something and we've all gone amazing but then also we're thinking oh no what a show <laughs> because I guess because there, there are 10 of us it's not like you know there's a couple of us and it, it, yeah it is bound to happen where people go off which has obviously already happened but yeah it's at the point now where we kind of hope no one lands that big job in the next couple of days otherwise we're, <laughs> we're a bit screwed <laughs> well I mean it sounds like you are creating and living the team atmosphere already so this is already very exciting for watching the play to seeing how that relationship transfers into your characters and uh the team on stage but yes we will we will get back to the walls first of all uh let's I, I should have done this at the start uh, let's introduce both of you uh as individuals as creatives um where are you both from in the world and how do you get into this uh, unusual industry? Uh, tell me about yourselves. <laughs> um, so I am London, born and bred. Um, my family down the line is from Norway, so I'm a little bit Norwegian, uh, hence the blonde hair, blonde hair, blonde, yeah, blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so how did I get into this? When I was a tiny child I was so shy and like ridiculously shy I hardly spoke um and then in my in year six I got cast as this uh it's called the queen of the night I think it was a revival of something I can't remember and I had to sing on my own and I remember everyone saying to me there's no way she's gonna do that she'd never she doesn't say boo to a goose she's just so quiet and I did it and I saw on the stage and I loved every single minute of it and it just gave me this new life, I think. Um, and then ever since that, I've been in school plays and things. And then uh, when it came to kind of choosing what I wanted to do in the future, um, I did some university application things, but I knew I didn't want to do that. Um, so I auditioned for drama schools and luckily got in. <laughs> yeah, um, so I was, well, I was born in North London, but then my family, um, my mum and my dad and my sister moved to Somerset when I was about five. Um, so that I spent my whole childhood there, which moving, I mean, not that I even remember it, but moving back to London once I got into drama school was a bit of a shock because I'm, yeah, I was so used to kind of living in the middle of nowhere with cows and sheep. And uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was a really lovely, it was a really lovely upbringing, I think. Um, and I knew all, all the way from when I was tiny that I wanted to do something to do with acting. I think, especially, I mean, me and my little sister, I just remember would spend hours and hours of our time, like, you know, in the middle of nowhere, just, I don't know, just doing make-believe and just, and, and it would just be hours of our time. We'd never really kind of go on, I don't know, the computer or anything like that, but we would just, that was kind of basically our childhood. So I always knew that there was, there was something in that, that kind of like escapism, I think. And so I originally basically went, right, I want to go to drama school. And so I applied and then didn't get in and then applied again and got a couple of recalls, didn't get in. And I basically was just like, well, I'm just gonna keep going until I get in. And I'd never thought of Mountview as an option. And then on my fourth year, I was like, do you know what? Mountview looks pretty cool. I'm gonna give it a shot. And I was actually on waiting lists. And so I thought, right, well, that's it. Gonna go into my fifth year. And then I got a call. Um, it was actually the day after Glastonbury Festival and I was <laughs> hungover watching Love Island with, <laughs> with my boyfriend 
and um yeah it, it it came through and i remember thinking oh my goodness i'm actually finally going so i think i definitely wouldn't have been ready you know if i was that little 17 year old kaya going to drama school i definitely wouldn't have been ready so i'm really glad i got in when i did and i think yeah i learned a lot and yeah now here we are today <laughs> tell me about drama school because i mean there's so much um yeah, it's, it's such a big thing to go through the audition process. It can take years, even if it doesn't take years. It's incredibly uh, a grueling experience. How did then being in drama school, how did that live up to the expectations? What kind of experiences did you did you have? Um, I think just like everyone in this past, how long was it, like three years or something for COVID? We, um, I don't think we got the drama school experience that we had initially wanted and that's the same for everyone so you know you can't really complain um but i i loved it and i think third year for me was my favorite year i loved going into shows and actually having that rehearsal period and i think i learned so much more then than i did in classes which is lucky because all of our classes are pretty much on zoom um but yeah i think it wasn't the experience that we expected but i do think we still came out of it with a you know a positive experience yeah i feel like it was just actually the other day when we were walking to mountview to do a rehearsal ali looked at me and, and she was like gosh we should have had longer here shouldn't we and i was like you're right like i think you know because we lost that year to covid i mean as did everyone but i'm, I'm glad that we weren't you know the year above and our entire third year would have kind of been pretty screwed up but, you know, just think, looking back to, or thinking back to the second year doing combat with a wooden spoon <laughs> in our kitchen, <laughs> it was just like, it was an experience to say the least. And I think we all tried to make the most out of it. And it, we still managed to have all of those Zoom lessons and do a play on Zoom and do, you know, all these, all of these things rather than, you know, them going, right, well, we can't do anything. We kind of, you, you find ways of doing things. And so I think that made us eternally grateful when we actually were able to be in the building and just act without being you know three meters away from somebody and just i don't know just kind of be there because i guess that's what it's you know all about and yeah we were able to find different skills that, that we wouldn't have maybe normally had but i'm really glad that we got that you know last bit of third year kind I think of the industry as well now is changing i mean i know for auditions and things most of the first rounds were on self-tape and we did do a lot of that in over Zoom on screen. So we have had some um, things that we can use, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was there, there were there were some pros, little <laughs> look ons. So we had a debate, um, a, a very brief debate, just before uh, we started recording, which I wish we'd recorded. It was very good, um, where uh, you would you were saying whether or not you are producers which I, I very much insisted you absolutely are because you you are you are collectively producing the show the wolves um it's on sale it's selling very well um as we speak the final show is currently sold out so um, we we might get some uh, returns but otherwise please book for other nights um so yes how has the experience been of uh yes putting those producer hats on yeah i mean it's a learning curve and I think it's amazing that we're doing it in the sort of same space with among friends because when we do mess up um we're able to go okay 
we just won't do that next time. <laughs> and I just think the amount of just things that we would never have thought of, like, for example, this an astroturf that is going to be on the floor. That has just been just on my end. I mean, it's just the most stressful thing that I didn't think would be stressful because you just think, oh, well, it's just astroturf. You just put it down. <laughs> and it's just things like that that you would, I guess, I would never have thought starting back in June 2022 that I would be, my whole life would be surrounded <laughs> around AstroTab, you know, and just, yeah, I think it's things like that that I, you know, I think you'll agree, Ali, that um, things that, I guess, mundane things or things that we thought would be simple aren't, mm-hmm. I guess. I'm honestly in awe of anyone that produces, directs, does anything like that, because I think as actors, or training as actors, we have no idea what goes on behind this. Oh my goodness, not at all. And I'm honestly, now I understand and I'm in awe. And I don't think any of us really knew the challenges that we have to face. Um, even that that's, can go for such small things like writing emails, professional emails. I mean, we do we have to do that for, you know, when we're trying to find agents or casting directors and things. But press emails to get people to come and review the show or... I don't know what else there is. Lots of uh, contacting other direct artistic directors for theatres and things to try and get it onto more stages. And honestly, it's just, I have no idea where to begin. And I, don't, I think that's the same for Kaya and everyone else. And it's, but it's honestly, it's, it's great for us to learn because hopefully in the future, Orange Peel won't just be the wolves and we can potentially take it onto other shows. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And then when we're able to, because we've obviously had the, the fact that we've been able to speak and have lots of help and advice from lots of people either from Mapview and um, you know external places going oh maybe try it like this you know kind of not holding our hand but going here's a, a little kind of olive branch of, of as, as to advice I think as, as Ali was saying if hopefully after the walls we're able to go okay let's either write or show or find a show or just you know create a show we're able to have the tools to be able to go, okay, we've we've done it before with a show that we were pretty familiar with. Now let's try and do something else. We're very lucky to have the people behind our back that we did. Yeah, Mount really, really, really so lucky. supportive. Everyone at Mount View. Um, yeah, our, our whole creative team. Gwen Ann's been fantastic. Yeah, yeah. everyone's very- been yeah amazing. I mean, literally like working so hard, and we are honestly just yeah so grateful that everyone's being so supportive so looking to what is next um either well we'll come to you as individuals in a moment but as a as a as a group as a as a production company um what would you what would you like to do next and the wolves is uh a a well-known play already which you are taking on and making your own um is that something you want to keep on doing doing revivals doing uh something that's was fairly recently new writing but redeveloping or do you want to create work uh fresh what tell me what sort of thing you want to do well i think a lot of us are going to do writing and you know musicians and i think it would be really exciting to just try and create something or find something that is really new and create something from that because i feel you know we've obviously done as as we are doing right now a play that is extremely well known and a brilliantly written play 
so just I think it would be really exciting to go right let's try something a bit different um I'm not sure if you yeah if you agree with that yeah totally we've got so many different skill sets in our group which is fantastic um yeah as Kai said whether that be writers musicians singers everything yeah. puppeteers whatever that why not start and create our own things this industry is hard enough let's make our own stuff <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> I mean, I think you're in a, in a great position already, given that uh, it's, as you say, it's very hard to, A, find a group of people who you're, you're creatively in sync with, work very well together, can make work, proven that you can, so that's great. But then to sustain that uh, is, is the second thing, when you're all doing lots of different things. Um, but yes, but because you you have a track record of this, I think you're in a wonderful place to safely create new work and experiment. Um, do you have any uh, feelings of themes that you are passionate about or want to explore? I mean, I think something that's really pulled us together with the walls is like the feminine energy and female stories, things that I guess females have to go through and I think it's such a beautiful play for that is that you know one minute you'll be talking about periods and the next minute you'll be talking about genocide and I think that's something that's so beautiful about that play that I think we would definitely be interested in just looking for female stories I think it, it, there's you know there's so many stories centered around men Let's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think the great thing about the wolves is as well that it's really for anyone anyone can watch i mean 14 plus because of some of the language but for anyone else it's just and i think that's what the wonderful thing is about these kind of stories like kaya said those themes anyone can watch it and hopefully we'll learn things from it as well yeah i mean even after you know you have obviously you know grandparents that came to see the walls and you had you know brothers and sisters you know like me and my sister who's like 19 came to see it and the reactions even though they had different opinions were so similar in the way that they responded to it. So I think, yeah, it's always, it's always great to find stories that I guess everyone can relate to, to a certain level. So tell me about your own individual work and the type of things you want to pursue. So Kai, you were saying that you also write, is that something that you want to combine with your performance or keep the two separate or yes, tell me what you're, yeah. what you're hoping to do. Definitely. I've kind of uh, just been writing away for the past sort of um, sort of four, four or five months, um, writing basically a, a one woman show. And so I, have, I would love to be able to put it on, you know, at the fringe or the vaults if, you know, it still hopefully stays, um, stays afloat. And I just think, yeah, I'm, it's always been something that I've loved. I mean, I remember when we were even finding showreels um, for Mountview, I was like, I just can't find something I like. You know, everything's everything was great. It just didn't quite fit for what I wanted. So I went, okay, great, I'll write it. And I thought, oh God, I'm really nervous that, you know, it's not going to go down well, but it did. And I'm, I was really happy. I was, I love writing about queer stories as being part of the queer community myself. And so I think it's always great to, you know, find stories that, I guess, yeah, aren't, aren't spoken about enough. 
So yeah, writing is something that's really close to my heart and it's something that I'm definitely doing on the side and would love to kind of combine it with acting as well. Most exciting. We are going to all look out for that and keep us updated with how that goes. Um, and Alexandra, tell me, tell me what else is going on? Like the wolves is all encompassing at the moment, <laughs> but what else are you doing? What are you hoping to do? Um, so I'm a musician as well. Um, I play the soprano and the alto saxophone. Uh, and then I also, I've done a lot of puppetry before in the past. Um, so hopefully I'm looking to be in a show that encompasses all of, all of that, you know, singing, music, puppetry, acting, anything. Um, yeah, and I, I do a lot of movement as well, dance kind of things. So honestly, anything, <laughs> anything is wonderful. I'd love to start in the theatre. Um, I don't know why, maybe that's because of our training, but that's kind of where I feel like it's a great start. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. The world is honestly, feels like an oyster right now. <laughs> the world feels like an oyster. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a very good, a very good start. Um, we might not keep this in, but uh, wise children, you're sounding like an excellent fit. For... Well, you know what, I actually, I have done a course with wise children. I was part of their summer school last year and they actually tweeted about the orange peel because I mean I still keep in contact with them and Emma Rice was fantastic um and yeah and so I'm still in contact with them so fingers crossed one day <laughs> fingers crossed that yeah. is that is fantastic yeah. cool so the play is coming up this week uh tell us a little bit more about it in, in a nutshell what, what we're dealing with here well what you'll be coming to see is something that kind of feels like you're watching little pockets of everyone's lives but in a really chaotic yet heartfelt way and i think it's a it's 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 a play like i i don't think i've ever read a play like it before um, let's put it that way. I remember when I first read it and I thought, oh my gosh, that makes no sense. There's lines going all the way, you know, across. And so when we, you know, first started rehearsing, it'd be right, let's go from one line to one line to one line and then put it all together. And I think what's so amazing is that as an audience member, you could be sat over there listening to somebody else's conversation. And then you could be another audience member could be sat over there. And so they'll have a completely separate experience to another audience member. Um, and I think, yeah, that's that's kind of cool that you don't really know, you know, what conversation am I going to be listening to? Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's it's going to it's going to be a good one, hopefully. <laughs> I totally agree. And I think the thing with Sarah Delap's writing as well is it is quite hard to find really good, genuinely good writing. I mean, you can act as well as you want to and can, but to have amazing writing is another thing and a great foundation to have. And Sarah Delap's writing is incredibly amazing. Um, but what we've added for our kind of take on things um, that we did at Mountview with our original director was in between the scenes, we have movement sequences. So it's almost kind of this warrior dancing kind of vibe uh, that introduces you a little bit more into the characters and their own personal lives, which I don't think, I don't want to quote myself on this, but I don't think any other Wolves revival of Wolves show has done before. No, I agree. And I also think you're able to kind of see them more 
as wolves as well. There are little snippets throughout the play that kind of hint to you, okay, it, it's, it, you know, it's, it's quite, quite pack-like, quite wolf-like, and then you go straight back to seeing them as 16-year-olds. And I think, yeah, the, the juxtaposition between the both, I think is, yeah, really lovely. So I'm just going to, just because I'm, I'm worried that we, we haven't said, this is a play about a women's uh, soccer team in America. Yes. Um, hence, partly hence the, the, the enormous cast. And also uh, when you come to the space, um, it might look a bit different to usual because as mentioned, everything is going to be astroturfed. It is going <laughs> to be a football pitch. Uh, is, it is. This is all correct, yes. Yeah, it is. There's going to be a football pitch that is, that's all. Yeah, I've, I, I had a meeting this morning confirming it all and it's, it's happening, um, which is <laughs> exciting. And so, yeah, I mean, there's so nine, um, nine 16 year old, 16 slash 17 year old American um, soccer football players. Um, and then another character, which you'll, you know, will be introduced at some point in the play. Um, and we all have known each other for years. We're all extremely close. We you know pretty much know everything about each other and there is also another character um who is an, a, a new um member of the team um and so effectively seeing how the girls react to this new member is really interesting and it really reminds you um and makes you think uh of I guess when you know you join someone new and you feel really alienated and I think that kind of captures that quite well especially within the movement sequences we try and highlight that um quite a lot cool I mean I I'm so looking well I'm so looking forward to the the whole thing but also your use of the space the space our space <laughs> here um, I think that that is it it's always exciting for audiences I mean you know we're, we're very used to immersive experiences in theatre now but it never ceases to be quite exciting when you walk into a space and it's like, oh, it is actually the space and I'm sitting on the side of a pitch mm -hmm. and people are actually playing football. And that I think the whole thing is going to be hugely exciting. So we're nearly at the end. Um, I'm just going to ask you both. It's a very silly question we ask at the end of all of these podcasts. Um, we might have touched on this a little bit already. Um, what was your first ever theatrical experience? I think mine was, yeah, I think mine was what I said in, in year six. Mm -hmm. I played the Queen of the Nights in, I think it was called the Dracula Rock Show. The Dracula Rock Show? <laughs> Dracula Rock Show. And I think it had been written for us at the, you know, for 10, 11 year olds, kind of like a off Rocky Horror Show kind of vibe, but nowhere near like that for 10 and 11 year olds. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I played the Queen of the Night and I remember my mum, who's a fantastic kind of sewer, she made me this beautiful velvet purple costume with these um, mesh uh, wings. And I just felt like a star. <laughs> I think as long as you feel like that on stage, you'll, <laughs> you'll act like it. I mean, I was, I'm really trying to think and I'm, I don't know whether, will a theatrical experience, does it have to be like on a stage because the thing is I mean from the, from the age of about uh I want to say three uh pretty much every weekend me and my sister and then whenever I'd see my cousins would put on a like two-hour show for my mum and her brother um but in terms of actually being on a stage I think I was 
some I, I think I played some sort of vegetable um, in uh, in primary school um, and yeah I was the star of the show <laughs> some kind of vegetable it was I... so <laughs> 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 roles are honestly the most humbling I think we've all been there yeah. You, yeah, need to, yeah. you need to be humbled by being a vegetable or a tree or something. We really do. I mean, yeah, I think primary school was just full of it. I mean, I remember, yeah, I was never, um, it was only when I yeah, got into middle school, I was like, okay, no, I, I, want, I want the main part. <laughs> <laughs> no more vegetables. No more vegetables for me. That's brilliant. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Uh, so The Wolves is on this week from the 4th of March until the 11th of March. There will also be a relaxed performance on Sunday, the 5th of March. Uh, that's a matinee, so 2.30pm. Uh, if you want more details about that, please head to our website and take a look. As I say, tickets are selling very fast. And also, uh, unusually for a space show, this one will not be live streamed. So you must come down to the space if you possibly can on the 4th to the 11th of March. Cool. Thank you so much. And we'll see you very soon. Thank you so, so much. much.